All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chimes spot me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. 
Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdrive fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Blacker Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, homegirls. So today we have a special homegirl guest on for a special episode. We have Christina Hammond. She's a children's author, aspiring humanitarian, public speaker, and multi-entrepreneur in the entertainment and event industry. Mm-hmm. Christina, hey, girl. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank Yay. you for having me, ladies. Thank this you for being exciting. here. Thank you for being yes. here. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, how you got to where you are? Give them your tea. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my name is Christina. I am a children's author. Um, before children's author, I was in media and talent relations. I still kind of dabble in that as well. I'm originally from Washington, D.C., but currently live in New York with my family, my daughter, and my husband. Um, I... <laughs> With media and talent relations, I went to LIM College in New York City, graduated with my bachelor's in marketing. And my senior year, I did a co-op at Atlantic Records and decided that entertainment marketing was going to be like it for me and what I wanted to do. I got out of school, moved back to DC, and honestly, entertainment, DC during that time wasn't like an entertainment hub. Um, So I kind of had to create my own opportunities and I started freelancing as a publicist with different groups and clients. And from there, got back to New York. Um, I worked 
for NBC Universal when I moved back to New York. And then, honestly, the freelance life is the best life <laughs> for me. Um, and so I got back into freelancing, working with clients in different fields from health and wellness to still entertainment, but still coming, you know, all relating back to entertainment marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wrote a children's book in 2017 and it's called, it's called Dear Little Black Girl. I released it in 2020. Um, it took three years because I originally had this concept and I was working with an artist, but it didn't quite work out. And then in 2019, I found out I was pregnant with my daughter and decided a dear little black girl had to come to light um, for the sake of not only my legacy, but her legacy as well. Um, And so here we are. It's out and I am now working on my second book. Oh, wow. So you mentioned that you were art, the, the you had already written the book in 2017. So was your objective always to be a children's author? No, um, not at all, actually. <laughs> I mean, because I don't just be sitting around writing books for kids. I'm trying to figure out <laughs> how it lines up, how it makes sense. Yeah. Um, it was a letter. It started off as a letter to myself, uh, okay. my younger self. Mm. And I grew up in a great house. Uh, my mother, one of the most intelligent, strong, like, go-getters I know. But there were some things, and I think it's, all, it's generational as in the black community, you know, I think our generation is just starting to embrace and want generational wealth. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think our parents wanted us to survive. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they took that job out of college because it was secure. We don't care about security. Right. Millennials, (laughs) we just be rolling the dice, girl. (laughs) We just be rolling the dice. We do care, but it's in a different way. Again, I think it's more towards generational wealth and being financially secure without depending on large corporations because that could change at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wrote this letter to my, my younger self and my editor actually was like, you shouldn't make this a children's book. And I was like, hmm, okay. Mm. Um, the editor was on to something. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, huh? Okay. I don't know what that's like, what that process is, but I'll, you know, think about it, look into it. And again, I started working with an artist and the one thing I learned with the release of the book and working with the new artist was I had to learn how to release creative control and Mm. allow the other creative to do their job. Um, the first artist I was working with had a great concept. I love the direction, but just artistic differences, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but then again, this time around, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a step back. I've written the book, you know? Um, so I linked up with a young black girl, Anna Latisse out of Florida. She's 22, if not 23 now. Wow. Um, (laughs) exactly (laughs) she's in her final year of school and I was just like you're how old (laughs) right Right. (laughs) I'm gonna be 32 this year so I'm 10 years her senior and I'm just like it's amazing that she already is walking in that purpose of hers you know um and 
I would throw ideas out there and she would boldly be like, no, I don't want to do that part. Okay, Anna. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Anna? You're absolutely correct. This is the creative side of it is equally as your idea as it is mine. So I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to trust your artistic ability and your creative direction and do your thing. Um, And it worked out amazingly um she's an amazing artist yeah i'm loving the cover art loving the beads loving the beads and the ponytails that's a staple in our in our black head no absolutely and it was you know the first time i was working with a male artist so and not to you know gender bias but working with a black woman you know we not we might not have the same story but we share the same values, Mm -hmm. morals. Um, We may have similar experiences. So getting a young black girl to be, and I had the choice between her and another artist. And I was like, I'm going to go with the black woman. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Got to go with the black woman. Yeah. Because she'll know. Um, I won't have to tell her much. Yeah. There's resonance. We just know. (laughs) We just know. We just know. Um, and she did her thing. Uh, she did her thing. Yeah. So we met you uh, a yes. couple years ago. Like what? Well, mm-hmm. not not physically Didn't met, you? but virtually. Virtually, yeah, yeah, on the phone. Yes. We yes. met yes. you um, working in the media entertainment industry when we were booking Dr. Jess. So this is like a full circle moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said that you decided to do different things. How has motherhood changed your journey at all? Motherhood has changed my journey drastically Mm. (laughs) because I've learned what I have time for and what I don't have time for. Mm. Um, You know, being very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Being very intentional focused yes intentional with Mm -hmm. my time Mm -hmm. that is the word yes Mm -hmm. being very intentional with my time because I'm a full-time mom so I have to balance work and motherhood so wasting time and this goes back to a friend of mine Brittany she always talks about the power of saying no Mm -hmm. and I was definitely a yes girl before having my daughter just yes yes Yes, I'm a freelance. I need money. Next check. Yes. Yes. You know, and now that I have baby Tristan, I don't have time for that. Period. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. (laughs) I don't have time for it. So I, you know, originally, again, started off as a publicist. And then I was like, I don't have time to pitch people. I don't. I don't have time to sit here and draft and think of other people's pitches. It's, I mean, PR consulting, I can definitely do. I can definitely have a conversation with you. I can definitely help you develop a marketing plan. You know, set out an hour. I have a calendar. My husband and I share a calendar so he knows when I need time. Um, But very limited to other people's work and versus my own, Um, which is why the children's book, again, putting everything into that was important because this was finally my piece of work Mm -hmm. um, and not anyone else's. But again, I still dabble. I still do consulting. Um, I think that's easier for me because it's phone calls. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And with the time, especially with the pandemic, people understand that we're, 
home with our kids. So my daughter crying in the background or, you know, needing some attention, people don't seem to care about that as much. Yeah, it's been normalized. Um, (laughs) Normalized kids being in this house. (laughs) Exactly. So just very intentional with my time um, now that I have a child because literally you have to decide what to do with your time. When the baby naps, you have to decide if you're going to take a shower, if you're going to cook dinner at 2 o'clock in the afternoon for 7 o'clock because she's asleep and she might not take another nap. Uh, Am I going to work? Am I going to sleep? Because I haven't. (laughs) I would be choosing sleep. (laughs) We'd both be cuddled up next to one another sleeping. Right. Let me tell you, I'll say 60% of the time I choose Sleep. Good. Good um, for you. 60% of the time I choose sleep. But also realizing that I, <laughs> I'm i embracing being a stay-at-home mother, but I've made it very clear that I still want to be able to express myself creatively. I still want to work. I have to work in order to be at peace. Yes. That's me. Christina, you are me. <laughs> we are we. I'll be at home. I'll be at home. But I'm going to be working. Exactly. At home. I have to. Yeah. And it's not because I have to feel like I'm doing something. But again, re- releasing the what's creative and embracing what my talents are, what my gifts are. You know, you don't want those to go to waste just because you become a mom. Period. Um, and it's very hard to, it's very hard to balance. Like, it's, it's actually the hardest job I've ever had. <laughs> Yeah, I hear that all the time. I hear that. Um, I was actually going to ask you that, Christina, because you you kind of um, brought into my awareness that you have to do things that you were doing before you were a mom because you were still like a friend, a wife, yes. right? A daughter, whatever yes. it might be. And it's challenging. But like, what are some tips or tricks that you've noticed work have been working that allow you to balance motherhood along with the, the other roles that you play in your life? So, um, I'll start with, a uh, friend because we're talking about girlfriends, you know, it's girlfriend bot. Mm-hmm. Um, three, <laughs> I'll tell my husband that I'm going to the store <laughs> and I'll sit down in the lobby of our building and talk to my friends for like an hour. <laughs> the little lies, right. the little I'm white go lies. To the store too, but... And I'll come back with nothing. And oh. he'll be like, you were gone. Or an hour, and I was like, I sat downstairs and talked to Jelana. (laughs) (laughs) The honesty comes out. I decided they like have hot chocolate, coffee, and tea in our lobby, Mm -hmm. the lobby of our building. Mm -hmm. So I was saying, went to the store. I came back. He's like, "What? What did you get?" I'm like, you know what? I decided to just get a hot chocolate and sit on the couch and talk to Jelana for an hour. Period. And when I call my friends, I'll be like, friend time, <laughs> mom's <Yes>. free time. <laughs> oh. um, but one thing that I recommend is that every mother, and it's hard because not every mother has help. Mm-hmm. Um, let me tell you, single mothers are the saviors of the world, okay? Yeah. I mean my hat goes off to them because I have no idea how they're able to wake up every day and be a mom. Mm. Um, But if you do have help, I honestly recommend taking an hour out of your day for yourself. 
you have to. That's mm-hmm. the only way to, again, balance. And so you have that hour, that intentional hour for yourself. But then again, you have nap time, so you can decide. You right. know, that's additional time. <laughs> but that intentional hour is important, whether that be to get your nails done, your toes done, do your hair, get your hair done. Um, take a walk. Mm-hmm. Honestly, taking a walk is my favorite part of my leisure like every day I have to walk for at least 30 minutes minimum um so as a friend I have friends that and they understand that I'm a mom so I don't think that my relationships have changed with them especially in the pandemic we can't see each other anyway right makes it a little easier right but before the pandemic and honestly she was only born about three months and I before the pandemic really hit, my friends would come to my house and see us mm-hmm. um, because they knew I was a new mom. Um, as a daughter, sister, um, FaceTime. Mm-hmm. You know, I FaceTime my mom probably eight times a day at this point, which is interesting because I didn't talk to her that much prior to having my daughter. Now we need counsel. Not- <laughs> now we need counsel, mom. Tell me what to do with this baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, my mom and I, our relationship has grown so much since I've become a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, from the day that I told her I was pregnant, Aww. I talked to her two to eight times a day. Mm. Um, and now, you know, of course, after I had the baby, it's more so because she wants to see Tristan, not necessarily right. <laughs> right, well, What's my baby? They love to say my baby. Yeah, what's give me my, my grandbaby. She'll call, and if I answer the FaceTime and the baby's not there, she'll be like, what are you doing? Where's the baby? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, slow. Like, hey, I'm your daughter. Hey, how you doing? Right. I'm your firstborn. <laughs> right. The firstborn. Um, so we have FaceTime. I think that, again, the pandemic has kind of put us in this place where we have no choice but to FaceTime. So that helps. Uh, my sister lives in Japan. Um, so we have faith. That's the only way we're going to be able to talk to her right. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're very close. My family, we're very close. So um, they help me every step of the way. I talk to a family member. My mom and my dad both eight times a day. They're, I'm usually on the phone with them all day, FaceTiming the baby. Mm. <laughs> um, as a wife, I, we have to choose each other, mm. right? Um, when she sleeps, Again, you have to choose, am I going to sleep or am I going to give this time to my husband because we haven't had any quality time together? The sleep or please. Am I going to sleep or am I going to please? <laughs> Germany, the sleep or please. That's what it comes down to. Who, when you really want to sleep. Right. <laughs> but you must please. Yeah. Please go to sleep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the other day, I just, I was so tired and I was like, you know what? I do want to make some time for us because... I need some quality time. I just went out and laid on the couch with him. And I said, we didn't say anything. Oh, just laid. You the know, quiet time. So it's, it's those moments. Um, we are in therapy together as well. So that helps with us making time for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, our therapist had us go on a date in the house. Cute. So we dressed <laughs> up. It. Really oh, nice, dressed that. up super nice. I got my makeup done. Okay. Oh my god, cute. Um, we found the most expensive restaurant we could, or mm-hmm. you know, all the food, and we had a date in the house. Oh wow, I love that she Valentine's Day tips. Wine and dine me, even though we're in the house. Figure it out. <laughs> There's yes. things we can yes. do. And you know, a lot of times people think therapy is a bad thing, but couples therapy is like 
the best thing ever yeah. um, because it allows us to communicate in a different way, but it also allows us to get to know each other in ways we might not have opened up. You know, mm -hmm. if it wasn't for our therapist putting those topics out there or giving us that homework that we have to do weekly. So, um, again, you have to be intentional with your time, mm -hmm. like going back to the answer. You just have to be intentional. And uh, he has a very busy work schedule. Mm -hmm. So um, making time for each other, you have to put forth the effort to make the time and make it work. Um, so, you know, I do what I do. I can when she sleeps. Right. You're doing it. <laughs> so outside of all of the different roles that you have, how do you how do you maintain your identity? Like how do you make sure you're Christina at the core? Is that self care? What does that look like for you? Because so I think a lot of the times we can oh, get sorry, lost. No, you go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. As I say, self care is definitely important um nails done feet done got to keep those things done now in a pandemic i didn't go for like the first seven months to be honest Ooh, wow <laughs> just didn't know what was gonna happen right. <laughs> we actually you know what another couple's thing we gave each other pedicures we oh, bought cute. all the stuff um that you need to do a pedicure he did my feet and i did his feet so that was like beginning of the pandemic but then once the nail salons were open right we ain't doing that <laughs> We ain't keeping that <laughs> practice <vertical>. up. <laughs> that one's going out, baby. Right. <laughs> Let's keep but, the yeah. dates going. Give me, get your feet away from me. <laughs> um, but like, for example, we usually go together. But the other day, he was trying to, you know, coordinate the times for us to go, and I was like, honestly, I would like some me time. And I was, I just said it. I was like, I want to go by myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I need right. some me time. Um. So that, you know, that's a way, but then I, ironically, so my daughter, I've shared a lot of her in her first year of life with Instagram, social media. Mm. Um, and I felt like I was losing myself and my Instagram was her, you know, mm. and I love her. She's cute. I love sharing <laughs> her. Everyone loves to see her, yeah. but I made I had started posting pictures of just myself and someone made a comment and was like, we love these pics, but where's our niece? Ooh. And I was like, I was Christina before I was her mother. Right. And I'm going to get my so pics off. <laughs> is get these flicks of me right. by myself. Right. <laughs> and so I've made a conscious effort now to just, I just want a picture by myself. I just want me. Um, because I was building this brand before I became a mother mm -hmm. and I'm going to embrace that and continue that. Um, so dressing up, get my hair done. Now that I'm a wife, I have all these wigs. So I can be different people. Okay. <laughs> Christina, you're flipping and tumbling okay. it over there. Okay. It's being flipped and tumbled. I can, I can be different people, but I can still bring that, you know, to social and um, stuff like that. So it's really a matter of claiming and demanding your time for me. It's like, no, this is my time. Work, even if it's work, this is my time. Here's my calendar. This is the time that I'm going to just have Christina time. Got it. Um, so I think it's important, especially as a mother, that you be bold in making time for yourself. Yes. Because if you don't, you will get consumed in motherhood or whatever role it is that you have outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and I would lose my mind if I didn't find time for Christina and do things that Christina wants to do and be everything that I've 
dreamed of being before I became mother, wife. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR's got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. 
But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth. The brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. And come on, girl, all of that. So before you got to that, I guess, realization as a new mom, did you ever suffer from mom guilt or have you always had that? Like, nope, I got to maintain my identity. You know, I'm a bad bitch prior and I'm going to keep keep on keeping on. (laughs) What was the like mentality? How'd you get to this place? Um. I still have I still have mom guilt. Mm-hmm. Like even going to get my nails and my feet done, I demanded that time. But as soon as I close the door and I hear my daughter crying, my heart wants to come back in and be like, you know what? I don't even need it. I'll go another time. Mm-hmm. So I still suffer from mom guilt. But I realized it was one day um, we were in DC with my family and. I demanded time for myself to take a shower. See? <laughs> I stood in the shower for an hour. See? <laughs> Letting it just rain. Right. The stony, and the stony I, from set it off just in there. 
relaxing. Listen, and when I got out of the shower, it was in that moment I was like, wow, I deserve time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best thing ever. Like, just a shower. It was phenomenal. <laughs> um, and so, yes, I do suffer from mom guilt, but at the same time, you know, you have to push through it because eventually, especially once outside opens back up and my daughter gets older, she's going, you know, in my head, she's coming to work with me, especially doing events. I'm like, my kid is just going to be with me, you know? Um, Making it your own. Making it your own. I don't know if that's realistic because honestly, I'm torn between like Montessori school and homeschooling. If she's homeschooled, she's definitely going to be with her mom everywhere, just living her best life. But what I've learned is that she has to develop social skills without me being around. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and she craves that when we go to the playground and we, you know, we practice social distancing from the other kids, but when she sees children, she's just, she's like, Oh my gosh, other tiny people. Right. <laughs> you know, she's just in awe. She interacts and it warms my heart because I see her trying to fit in being a kid. <laughs> she like, you know, and it's usually older kids and I'm glad that they're like nice to her and they'll wave and stuff, but she waves to them, she claps, she tries to talk to them. And I'm just like, look at her trying to just be social. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that eventually, you know, and I, you can definitely get overly attached in a pandemic because we see each other every, like she's around me 24 7 yeah um so those times where I do want to go get my nails done or go get my hair done the first like 15 minutes I'm texting like she okay what's she doing she all right did you feed her there's stuff in the refrigerator it, no do you want me to come back oh first hell 15 minutes. Yeah. after that I'm like she all right I got a kid oh. <laughs> right <laughs> I'm a mom. I just start, and I'm nursing. I'm still nursing. So, um, and I don't pump. So that means she Ooh. has to have that boob. boob. Yes. Yeah, she has to have boob. So right now, when it comes to like hairstyles, because of course I want to go get my, you know, knotless braids. Okay. I can't because one, long. I don't want to bring her into a hair shop. Yeah. Um, and two, sitting in someone's chair for six hours is just not feasible for, you know, being a breastfeeding mother. The breastfeeding, so no pumping? Hairstyles <laughs> I didn't even know they did that. I didn't even know they did that. I didn't even know they did that. Yeah, it's a thing. What? It takes a motherhood to a different level. What, Christina? Yeah, you are. So, what? So here's the thing with pumping or having like stuff in your boobs where you can like kind of pump the milk, my. And I. My boobs don't produce as much milk pumping as it does her feeding directly. Mm. Yeah. And then my right boob doesn't produce pretty much any milk at all. Like if you, if I hand express it, it, it'll squeeze out some milk, but it's very little. Um, so she feeds on only one boob at that. Yeah. So that's, I literally have to choose hairstyles for three and a half hours or less. Because she's gonna be hungry. I have to get my boob is gonna be rock solid, and I have to get back so that she can release the milk. Yeah, I seen that picture you posted today with the one one full tit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay, the one Listen, full tit. Let me tell you, that right there has been the hardest thing to deal with. 
mm. my as far as motherhood mm. um your body changes drastically and I could definitely go get a mommy makeover you know it's I could you don't but need it. I haven't. <laughs> you don't need it. You look amazing. Are you kidding me? Thank you. You look Thank amazing. You. And the but baby's getting my nourished. boobs. My left boob is a solid B. My right boob is barely an A. So when I look in the mirror in the beginning, now I'm finally starting to like really embrace it. But when I first had to look in the mirror and see that, it was mind-blowing and mm. I was depressed girl I thought because I was like this isn't look at my tits yeah <laughs> but you're owning and it and being with and my husband makes me feel beautiful he embraces it he tells me every day how beautiful I am and I hear it but when I look at it I'm like dang I know if I feel this way so like I beat myself up mm-hmm. like he has to look at this you know and then in the world of Instagram and mm-hmm. you know yeah. boobs, butt, and all that. You're like, I am like my body is disfigured. You know, yeah. how can he look at this? But every day he'd be like, "You're beautiful." Every we day he'd be looking. Out. Every we stand an uplifting king. Okay, <laughs> lift me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you deserve it. You're, you're beautiful. Your body's beautiful, and you brought a whole human into this world. Right. Thank you. Listen, you know what I realized? She's being, she's fighting off diseases and everything with this breast milk. So if I have to be, if my body looks like this for the rest of my life, I'm fine with it because my child is being properly nourished. And healthy. (laughs) It's the sacrifice. The sacrifice piece. It is. It is. You never know until you have one. Child, that's why I'm scared. You're telling us. That's why I'm scared. So. We're, I'm not a full entrepreneur, but we have entrepreneurial pursuits and it's hard AF with not being a full-time entrepreneur. What is the most challenging part for you being a mom and an entrepreneur? The most challenging, um, the most challenging is not feeling like you're not working, Mm -hmm. you know, um, especially with having a toddler you again a lot of your time is geared towards making sure she's okay she can walk so she walks everywhere you have to walk with her you have to watch her 24 hours yeah Yeah. so um embracing the fact that i can't work like i used to doesn't mean i can't work at all but i again felt postpartum depression you know it's not just mom guilt or body is everything so knowing that i wasn't going to be able to work let me tell you i was sending emails two hours after my c-section what girl tap out heal (laughs) heal (laughs) oh god so being forced to slow down was a harsh reality in the beginning um but again not losing yourself is the hardest part because you want to make sure that you're fulfilling your own purpose. Um, as far as, and then managing my time, um, my husband can work 12 hour days, five days in a row if he absolutely has to. So on those days or like knowing his schedule, I have to 
plan ahead of time. So if I know Monday he's going to be gone for 12 hours, that means Saturday and Sunday. Because I also work part-time. <laughs> Surprise! Wow, <laughs> girl, you do it all. <laughs> so I have to do my part-time work Saturday and Sunday, even if that's up till 4 o'clock in the morning to get it done. Um, because the days that he's gone... It's full time mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is there is no time for work unless she's sleeping. So it's really a matter of balancing time. So I don't think that's even with motherhood. I think that's with entrepreneurship overall. Mm-hmm. Um, even when you're working a full time job, part time job, you really have to make time for your dream. You know, you do. Um, and finding that time, finding the motivation to okay, I work nine to five. Now I got to go home and work six to 10. Yes. My own personal projects. You really have to find the motivation to do that in itself. So, I mean, just speaking from an entrepreneur, um, entrepreneurship overall, you know, being motivated when things are slow, being motivated. Um, You know, like I said, I kind of fell back on media and talent relations, which was the bulk of my time and work. And even with event production, I was going to, events in person um so creating work to make sure that again i'm releasing all of that energy and creative energy into projects is important um so sometimes that's difficult um because you're like what's next yeah (laughs) we know that feeling um which is why we're on we're book number two (laughs) come on book number two you know so christina do you want to share a little bit about book number two, or do you want to tell the homegirls what's going on for you right now? Yeah, no, I can share book number some insight on book number two. Go for it. Um, this is going to, without giving everything away, um, Dear Little Black Girl was obviously geared towards black girls. I mean, I say that anybody can read it to their son so they know how to respect black girls when they get older as mm. well. Um but my second book will be for both boys and girls, um, giving them real true black history. Um, we like it. Know, Dear little black kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Black History Month is once out the year. And even to this day, you know, we still get the Rosa Parks, Frederick Douglass, Martin Luther King. And not that those people are not important. They're mm-hmm. very important. <laughs> yeah. But I want to dig deeper. I want to bring light to the names that we don't know. So that way it's a learning experience, not just for the children, but for the parents as well. And not just, you know, stereotypical Black history facts. I want I want y'all to know who the first woman was to ever recite a poem. Not just, you know... Maya Angelou, you yeah, know, yeah. Who, came, who walked so that Maya Angelou could run? That mm, part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, even Langston Hughes, who walked, who was on that plantation yes. before Langston Hughes became himself? So I'm digging deeper into that aspect of Black history. Well, I have a title if you need, if you need Rex. Who <laughs> did? It's going to be. I have a title. I have a title. I do. Um. This is the backup title. This is the backup title. Don't don't do it. I have to pray on it. I have to pray on it to make sure that (laughs) this is the title. Even with Dear Little Black Girl, um, and the reason why I need to, I started working on the second book too with the process of Dear Little Black Girl. As I said, it took three years for me to finally put it out. When I first 
wrote it, there wasn't a book out called Dear Little Black Girl. By the time I published it, this is the third book called Dear Little Black Girl. So not that I have to act fast and, you know, not that I have to act fast, but I do need to move on it. So again, that motivation that what am I doing with my time when she's napping, I need to be finding my history facts so that I can move this book right along. Yeah. Well, if you need a title, this is the one I'm recommending. It's going to be ABCs of Black History. Okay. (laughs) Take it. Roll with it. Okay. When we get off this call, I'm going to tell you something. It's probably that. (laughs) I'm going to tell you something that's crazy. (laughs) Tell me, girl. That probably affirmed whatever you were thinking to do. (laughs) That was the affirmation. Wow. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. See? Let's talk about (laughs) it. Yeah. No, I'm digging deep into this. I mean, for myself, you know, learning a lot. Um, I had an Uber driver one time, and she was homeschooling her son. And she said, I can teach my son more about Black history than his teachers can. I'm teaching him about the people they don't tell you about. And I was like, huh. Light bulb. Interesting. Light bulb moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was definitely, and I had her in mind when I started writing this book. Love to see it. Full circle. Yes. Full circle, absolutely. So, Christina, before we go, is there any advice that you would give for a mother who's looking to pursue entrepreneurship? Yes. Make sure you have the time. I think that's been the theme of this conversation. Yes. A lot of times... We have ideas, right? And it takes time, research, development. And don't get, because a lot of times we see the overnight success. We just see this person is successful. We don't know what type of time, what trial and error they had to go through to get through that. Mm -hmm. But as a mother, you have to, again, be mindful of your time. Now, when they get older, you have all the time in the world because your kids are at school, they have play dates and things like that. But if you're a new mom, I highly suggest not stressing yourself out. Um, that doesn't mean don't become an entrepreneur. It just means take your time. Don't overwork yourself because when you overwork yourself, you're stressed, your baby is going to feel that. Mm. Um, So my recommendation is just being mindful of your time. Do you really have the time to dedicate to entrepreneurship? That's the very first step. And if the answer is yes, go about it. Like I said, make your calendar, respect your calendar, make sure people respect your calendar. Respect. (laughs) That way you can work in the time frame that you need. But if you have to second guess, if you have the time, if you feel like you just have to be a mom right now, embrace that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, not to say wait, but just be mindful of your time. Because again, I thought I was just going to jump right back into working. And the reality is I didn't start working until later on. Now the with the book, I had already wrote it. So it was really a matter of her just doing the art work. So I didn't have to do anything. I could literally just sit around. I didn't have to start doing work as it related to the book until I got the final copy. And that was in June. My daughter was born in December. Mm. Six months to adjust. Yeah. (laughs) So it took six months before I had to 
jump in and do things. And again, you can take phone calls. You can put the idea out there. Mm -hmm. I have developed so many ideas during this pandemic, and the reality is I don't have the time. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't want to jump into something and not have a solid foundation Mm -hmm. because it'll crumble as fast as it was built. Um, So just be mindful of your time. Be intentional with your time. And take your time. But you know, do it fast. Take your time. Do it fast. <laughs> Take your time and speed up. Wise words. Wise words from a wise woman. Right. <laughs> I love it, Christina. Let our let our homegirls know where they can find you, where they can purchase. Dear little black girl, give them all the tea. Yes. Um. So on Twitter, it is Miss C N H M I S S C N H. On Instagram, it is M S dot C N H. On Clubhouse, because here we, you know, we're there. We're here. <laughs> On Clubhouse, it is at Christina Wilds, W-I-L-D-S. And you can purchase, so the instructions on how to purchase Taylor Black Girl. It is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. However, comma, I always recommend purchasing through the link in my bio because that's through an organization called bookshop.org. And my daughter has her own bookstore on Bookshop. So she gets commission off of my book um, if you purchase through the link in my website. (laughs) Come on and help this baby, right? Let's help the children. Generational wealth. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, she gets gets commission. Anyone that buys a book from Tristan's book club, she she sold so far over two thousand dollars worth of books. Wow. Okay, little Trish. Right. Listen. <laughs> we believe the children are our future. Yes. Listen. Yes. So, um, and then my website is about cnh.com. We love it. Love that. So you all, you know where to find her. Get the book, dear little black girl. Her daughter has a book club. Tristan's book club. And um, follow her on Instagram. Thank you so much, Christina, for taking time to chat with us. And we really enjoy speaking with you. Yes, we'll chat with you soon. Thank you.